know the lyrics to the extended version of every 90s TV theme song? And you recite the entire script to Wayne's World on command, verbatim? Might you wax nostalgic about injuries sustained during backyard wrestling matches? Have you pontificated at length over what beer goes best with Mario Kart? Do you philosophically dwell for inappropriate lengths of time on phenomena like snowsuits, minor five chords, Rocky Four, baseball stats, wall-mounted pencil sharpeners, cinnamon toast crunch, Murray Wilson, seasons two through eight of The Simpsons, Bond villains, then friends, lovers, palindromes, have we got the show for you. It's Calling BS with Brandon and Scott, your esoteric clerics for the fleet of mouth and mind. Brutally honest, meticulously obsessive, and painstakingly pragmatic. Check us out and BS, I love you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Protagonist Podcast, where each week we look at a great character in a great story. I'm Joe Dorowski. And I'm Todd Mack. And this week, we are saying farewell to Todd as the regular co-host of The Protagonist Podcast. 200 well, episodes is enough for you, Todd. You're well. <laughs> All right. See you later. <laughs> no. Uh, 200 episodes feels like a perfect number. Yeah, it was uh, a few months ago you told us you were probably going to have to be retiring, but you wanted to make it to episode number 200, and that feels feels good. That's, that is a good run as a podcast, I think. I I couldn't agree more. I feel I feel really good. I have um, some mixed feelings about leaving the podcast, but um, but it feels good to think I did 200 episodes. I was just looking at the list of everything that we've done, and I thought, my goodness, we have done... <laughs> A lot of stuff. <laughs> we've covered a lot of ground in uh, almost, what, four years that we've been doing this? Just about four years. We started yeah. in uh, December of 2014. So a little shy of two, the, the full four-year mark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's, uh, uh, it's been amazing. Yeah, uh, I thought we might want to do the quick recap of our origin story as a podcast. So, Todd, do you remember how this crazy thing got started? Well, um, I hope we, I, I'm remembering it right. But uh, when I was in grad school, I was listening to a lot of podcasts. And I always had this nagging feeling like I could do a podcast. And, you know, I could, I could do what these, these people are doing on these shows. And I thought, who could I do a podcast with that I really, really like? And, uh, you know, that have good conversations with. And you are top of my list. So I contacted you. I think I sent you an email and said, I'm just going to say this. I think we should do something. Maybe it should be a podcast or something like that. Was that, is that how you remember it? Yeah. You just kind of reached out and said, I'm thinking about doing a podcast. <laughs> and then uh, you said, I'm game. What should we do? And then we bounced around uh, ideas a little bit and came up with this thought of protagonist podcast. And you remember uh, any of our in- false starts? I don't remember any of our false starts. Particularly the only one I you. vaguely remember is we had thrown out like each week we talk about something from popular culture that had happened that week in history, but we decided that would be too hard to <laughs> keep a, uh, a going calendar of. So instead we decided to just talk about anything <laughs> Yeah, for 200 episodes. I kind of, I mean, I think we landed on something that, uh, that worked. I mean, yeah. I mean, and that continues to work. 
Like, this isn't the end of the podcast. Just if you're listening right now and you're thinking, oh, this is the end. They're going to end at 200. The That's not the case. So I'm leaving. Joe is staying and Andrew is staying. Yes, I am. You guys are going to continue to have great conversations and pull in lots of guests. That's Is that is that the, the plan moving forward? That is the plan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we've, we've already actually, it, it's weird. We actually have recorded a couple non-Todd episodes, which felt very transgressive when I was doing it. <laughs> Before and, and you had especially farewell. weird to do before the goodbye. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, just the the timing of getting this, and also um, we need to make sure we have a little back catalog as we're heading into the holidays. And uh, Andrew, who is a very key cog in the protagonist podcast machine, <laughs> is going to have a distraction coming his way in the next <laughs> weeks, right, Andrew? Yes. Um, so, fun fact. When we started this podcast almost four years ago, I had not even met my wife. And now we're about to have our second child. That's so awesome. <laughs> I love that. I was I was barely out of college. I had, you know, like just started my my first like post college job um when we when we started the podcast. Yeah, I feel like we've all come a long way. Since yeah, life life is a little different. Yeah, I mean, four years ago, I was I know I was in Cedar City teaching at SUU. I think I had just barely uh, gotten there. Joseph, you had just been settling into your current home. You're the only one still living where you were four yes. years ago. <laughs> we, we had like moved uh, like a month and a half before we started the podcast, which is a really good time to start a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was. Yeah, I guess it wasn't that much more. Yeah, like you had been down in the area because yeah, but we had our um, our house by. But you, gone. yeah, your house, like you were making plans to start the podcast while still like painting the accent wall. Yes, <laughs> yeah, um, and how Andrew got pulled into this, which is another key part of our origin story, I think, is uh, Todd had said thinking of doing the podcast. I said that sounds great, and I want to do it. And I mentioned it to Andrew, and I think he said you'd love to help out and you had just been working at a radio station. So you had audio experience. I had been working at a radio station for like a year and a half at that point and, and had been listening to a lot of podcasts. And (laughs) so I was like, yes to podcasting. Also, I know how to do this. (laughs) Yes. And uh, I think briefly Todd and I said like, Oh, we could probably edit ourselves. And I am so glad (laughs) that we decided to pull you (laughs) in. Andrew. Me too. There, uh, yeah, it wasn't like, oh, we don't want to work with Andrew. It was like, ah, we go. Uh, it was probably before I'd even talked with you. I'm like, we could probably do that ourselves. And then once we pulled you in uh, as the editor, I, I could pretty much guarantee we would not have 200 episodes out right now if Todd and I were trying to edit this. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Learning learning to edit was an old podcaster's game. <laughs> yeah. You guys are, are in a later wave of podcasting where you need those skills ahead of time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I think I think we've made a pretty good team, and I, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure that there are a lot of people that say, "Hey, let's start a podcast." And the, the graveyard are... of podcasts that started and died within a few months is a pretty vast, yeah, yeah graveyard. It is a it is a big plot of land. Yeah, and I don't and, think and making it to 200 is pretty darn solid, considering that. Neither of you has ever missed a single recording. <laughs> we've like, uh, we've been fortunate, stellar, guys. Yeah, we've been fortunate to um, to have 
like things in the can at the most appropriate times. And everybody, I think all of us have taken one for the team at one point or another and said, okay, I'm exhausted or I'm sick or, you know, (laughs) I'm in a hotel room at Bryce Canyon with no internet. So I'm just going to call on my phone and plug it in and we're going to make this happen somehow. Uh, but it's worked and, um, I just, I think it's awesome. I can't think of anybody, any two people that I would rather do this with than you guys. And so I want to make it clear at the beginning that the reason I'm leaving the podcast is not because (laughs) I don't like you guys or I don't like working with you. Um, if it were, if, if, you know, circumstances were different, uh, I could do this for a, a way, way lot longer. Um, however, I do just want to say. Any patrons will get the real story of why Todd's leaving on the next patron podcast. Exclusive. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I'm no, planning. Okay. I was planning on talking about that tonight, but um, I don't know. Did you build this into build that into the, the outline at some well, point? Well, no, I, I, it was just a joke to try and hint that there was something more salacious behind you. No, there is something that I'd like to talk about, though. Okay. Um, but it's not salacious. It's not salacious. It's just, uh, I, I, I think, you know, like I've developed a relationship with people um, over 200 episodes and I want to tell them why I'm leaving. And maybe nobody cares, but, um, but I care. So. <laughs> why don't you go ahead and uh, share then? So I've been, um, it's been on my mind for a long time uh, that um, I want to make sure that I'm using my time, my life, (laughs) you know, because my life is just made up of time and I only get one life to live. And um, what does the flea say in a, or the the fly say in in Bug's Life? I've only got 24 hours to live and I ain't gonna spend it here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And this podcast has been just awesome. And that one of the things that I've loved most about it, besides just getting to talk to you two each week, is um, the breadth. Like just every week, almost every week, I'm exposing myself to something totally new. Um, a lot of the comic stuff that we've done, but even novels, novels that I've always wanted to read and haven't had the chance to, um, just so many things. And there is a benefit, like a real solid benefit to spending time building breath. Uh, but the, one of the things that makes it hard uh, to do this podcast for me specifically is that I always feel like I'm a few degrees off of um, where my uh, sort of my wheelhouse. So I'm not like actually in my wheelhouse. I'm like in somebody else's wheelhouse or like I'm in the back room of my wheelhouse or something. And, um, and I've just been thinking that like at the, I've reached a point in my career where there are some projects that I want to work on that, uh, fit firmly into, um, where my talents lie specifically, um, with, uh, literature, Spanish literature, specifically language, um, I would say like philosophy and theology. I feel like when I'm like right in the center of that is when I feel like I'm doing my very, very best work. And, um, and the podcast, I reached a point where, where the pot, the benefit of the breadth that I'm getting with the podcast, um, is not outweighing, uh, 
this this need that I feel to to have some extra time in my schedule to work on some other projects. So um, it's that's the reason is that I feel like there's some other things that I need to work on. I've already started a book project, um, and it's going well. But I'm excited for it to go even better <laughs> now that I'll have more time to work on it. And uh, and I'm sure that uh, I'll let listeners know when it's further along. But uh, but I feel really good about where I'm headed. And uh, that's why I'm leaving. And the nasty feud that was going on behind the scenes. Well, (laughs) the two of you couldn't feud if you wanted to. (laughs) We have not always, I I would say like the three of us have not always agreed on everything. And there have been a few moments in the podcast where I'm like, oh my gosh, if everybody would just do things my way, it would be so much better. (laughs) Hey, I felt that way. I know. (laughs) But uh, but really, um, you guys are just awesome and top notch uh, partners in this, and I couldn't ask for for any any better. So, yeah, and uh, I mean, I am glad that we're going to keep this going and that we'll have you back on as a guest. But it is really key to the history of the Protagonist Podcast that you are the one who started it by reaching out and saying, "Hey, want to do a podcast?" Because, like you, I had listened to a lot of podcasts and thought I could do that, but I just needed a little kick in the pants <laughs> to actually get into. <laughs> the podcast game. So uh, I, I ran a few numbers um, uh, about the 200 episodes that you've done that we've done. As you said, we've covered a pretty big breadth. Um, and I also wanted to just kind of tally up how long we've like, like literally how, how long we've discussed great characters and great stories or done special episodes with a little more, you know, fun flair to them. Uh, the average episode length for our, this will be our 200th episode is uh, 67.45 minutes. So just a little over an hour. <laughs> and in total minutes we have talked or, or well, <laughs> I should say Andrew has released an edited version of 13,000 <laughs> minutes. Definitely. We've talked more than 13,000 minutes, but 13,000 minutes. Yes, which is 222 hours or 9.3 days if you played this at once, one X speed back to back to back to back all 200 episodes, wow. um, which no one ever will. There's absolutely no reason any human should ever subject themselves to that. But also, I think one thing that makes this uh, format that we have kind of unique is that it invites cherry picking. Like, I'm sure there are probably some listeners who listen to every episode, but I am mm-hmm. also 100% confident there are listeners who say, well, that one's not for me because uh, yeah. it's, it's a genre or even a medium of storytelling that's just outside their their interest. So they just wait for the next one that's a little more interesting. And I'm sure also certain for new listeners that discover the podcast, it's just kind of a scroll through and say, oh, that one sounds sounds interesting or or I liked that TV show. I I, I mean, you and I are both teachers and I think about 222 hours that's like 222 class hours right and um if you were to i mean if you were to multiply that even like a cons- you know a really conservative estimate would be like let's say we have uh, i think we have at least i think it's safe to say that we have 300 re- pretty regular listeners that's 66,600 hours of people you know like reached and uh, and I think that's pretty awesome and that that uh, I, I'm proud of that. Yeah, um, and like most 
I mean, we we just don't know how many listeners we have <laughs> because statistics <laughs> for podcasts are weird. So we always appreciate and- <laughs> when people pop in on the Facebook page and say, hey, great episode. Just let us know that someone is listening. But I, it is a notoriously fickle thing to try yeah. and nail down the size of a podcast audience. And when we switched our um, server system, when we rolled over from, well, originally we were independent and just doing this ourselves. And then we do, uh, joined the Dueling Genre, genre uh, Podcast Network with uh, Scott Corelli's uh, Dueling Genre Podcast Network. And we rolled over to that and switched servers and just our, our numbers have been really wonky. <laughs> it's, it's hard uh, to know exactly how many listeners there are, but uh, we do appreciate every single one of you that is listening regularly. And we also appreciate those of you that just pop in uh, from episode yeah. to episode. Um, Some other numbers early on when we were talking about this and we were brainstorming, we deliberately said we don't want to just talk about white male characters. We are both white male men, right? So, uh, so it's really easy for us. We're not, to... we're not male men. Neither of us yeah, is a male man. Yeah, but sorry. Yeah. We're, we're white men. And it's easy for us to gravitate to those characters that we watched growing up, which growing up in the eighties, a lot of the protagonists of the stories that were being produced in mass entertainment were white men as well. And we said very deliberately, we didn't want to do that. Uh, we have definitely talked more about men than women, but our numbers break down to uh for our specific episodes we've talked about 89 male characters uh 50 female characters and then 31 where it's a combination of we were talking about a larger cast of characters that had a male female breakdown so uh at least in our gender breakdown we were able to you know avoid the pool of being was that uh, in percentages joseph I uh, no, that was the total number of uh, characters we talked about. So 89 of the episodes focused okay. on a male protagonist, 50 episodes focused on the female protagonist, and 31 episodes had some combination because um, we talked about more than one character for it. Right. So about 50% of our episodes are, have been uh, male protagonists. Let's see that. Oh, uh, the the other thing. Todd, do you have any guess of how many special guests have joined us? Oh, Different guests or episodes with guests? Let's go different guests first. I don't know. 30. Close. It was 34 different guests have joined really? us for discussions. And I just real That's got to be at re- least 50 episodes then. Uh, well, well, our all-star guests with the most appearances are definitely Kirsta and Todd Peterson. Uh, <laughs> who um, have each come on multiple times a year for us and we definitely appreciate that. We always enjoy having them <laughs> on. Other returning guests have been uh, Norman from Lord of the Rings Minute and Cassandra from Lord of the Rings Minute and uh, everyone from the Fandom Podcast. So Brandon Ushio and Jeff Dumas and Nick English have all been multiple time guests. And then a couple of our siblings, Andrew, uh, Brother John and Sister Virginia have mm-hmm. returned. So those are our returning guests. We wanted to thank every guest who has been on the show. I think every one of these has added to the discussions, and I'm sure many of these will be back on as we go forward in the Protagonist Podcast. But our guests have been David Peterson, Angela Vidigar, Kirsta Christensen, Todd Peterson, Alex Robinson, John Dorowski, Joseph Pratt, Tiana Homer, Jacob Gowans, Jim Mock, Brandon Ushio, Henry Dorowski, Nick English, Zach Glassett, Alana Hollett, Nora Mitchell, Andy Mangles, Alan Voivod, Jeff Dumas, uh, Virginia McAllister, Ben Phillips, Crystal Beth, Pete Mummert, Scott Corelli, Lena English, Taylor Iverson, Amy Champion, still one of my favorite names, Amy Champion there, uh, Kate Dorowski, Cassandra Fredrickson, uh, Chris Maverick, Frank Cole, Carissa Evanson, Mattathias Westward, and Hannah Barton. Thank you 
to all of you who have joined us on this uh, as guests. And also, I want to give a shout out to the people who comment on Facebook. Uh, it really helps us to know. Like we said, it, it's a fickle game to know if anyone's listening to a podcast. And we really <laughs> appreciate those who comment on the Facebook page. And I think that is one of my favorite things about having done the protagonist podcast is the people I've met as guests and also the listeners who uh, have, have commented on the Facebook fan page. It's kind of built up a nice, you know, it's widened my social network and I appreciate it. Absolutely. That. Yeah. It's the best. Like, uh, you know, you're having a hard day and you get on Facebook and somebody's written some post uh, engaging in a, in a, in a cool, meaningful way with something that we've done. And I think, okay, this is pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Todd, I had a few questions for you that I wanted to uh, to throw at you as we're wrapping up your run as a co-host. First, where is everywhere that you've actually recorded an episode from? <laughs> <laughs> so um, I've recorded in Utah um, from uh, various... Multiple different locations. Multiple, multiple locations. One of my most memorable is uh, one of the very first ones that we did was it it was was it the very first one that we did when you were underneath a table in the other room? It's the second one. That's from from Kitty that, Pride. Man, Kitty Pride. Uh, that was pretty great. Um, another. Oh my gosh, that's back when we were still using like <laughs> Skype yeah. and all of our different recording setups. Because so the story behind that one is that we were all in the same place, but Todd had a microphone and Joseph had a microphone. <laughs> And we realized that there was no mechanism that we could devise to let them record in the same place. And so because the microphones would be picking each other up. Yeah. Yeah. You, the microphones would, would um, pick up each other's voices. We were not sophisticated enough to, to get by that. And so Joseph and I moved into Joseph's storage room and Todd was in a different room in Joseph's house. And using Joseph's internet, we Skype called <laughs> inside the house. But Joe was lying underneath a table. Yeah, this was, like I said, we started this pretty soon after we moved into this house. And so the storeroom was still... All the furnishings were Everything great. that was just shoved in there, uh, you know, because we hadn't really settled into the house yet. Well, and, and, so... and Todd, you're being too generous. It wasn't even a, a full-grown table. It was a child's table. <laughs> it was one yeah, of those yeah, little so... tiny, like, Ikea child's tables. Where's yeah, the space I can great. fit? It's right here. Yeah, like like 18 inches off the floor. <laughs> so I remember that. I remember, again, uh, at Joe's house recording when we were both so sick and we recorded Bone. And, I mean, we were like, <laughs> we should you, not, we should have, not both have been, been sick a number of times. Yeah, but that one was particularly, we were both really off of our game. And Andrew swooped in and saved that episode at the end. I remember uh, recording at Bryce Canyon. Like I said, I was at a hotel and the internet at the hotel was horrible. So I made just a regular cell phone call um, and and like finagled something with Skype on my phone and my computer and it, it worked. That was the um, that was the Dark Knight episode with uh, Henry. Um, and then, of course, when I was in Spain uh, and we had an eight hour time difference. How long were you in Spain for? I was in Spain for two months. So we recorded. Um, I remember like uh, Spider-Man, Ender's Game um the princess bride we did there there were probably a, a couple few others but yeah it's like it's like at least six episodes i think we recorded something ahead of time and but it was like six episodes transatlantically oh yeah so uh so i remember um like uh waking up in the middle of the night 
and I'd put a blanket over my head. It was super hot, so I'd have the window open and uh, and just <laughs> recording. It was so awesome. It, those are I, I, those are those are cool experiences. Who gets to say they did that? It was great. Uh, anywhere besides Spain, and well, now Michigan, right? Uh, yeah, I don't I don't remember specifically recording from anywhere else. I don't think I ever recorded from Mexico. I did you do I did um post anything in California? Um no, I haven't really been back to California much okay. since uh, since we started this, but I remember being in California one day uh, or being in Mexico and I I had forgotten that I had to post a podcast and I'm like, "Oh no, I have to post this podcast." And I didn't have my computer or anything, and so we were at like my wife's cousin's house and I asked them if I could use their computer and I had to do everything in a different way than I normally do because I wasn't on my own machine, but uh, eventually got it up. And I've been, I'm just amazed at how consistent we have been. There have been some days, I mean, generally we, I post on a Monday uh, evening. There have been a few times where I've been able to get it, it out earlier and just a few times when it's been later. But, uh, but really I just, I think that we've done such a good job as it, and it's everybody right because andrew you've got to get these things out and sometimes there's a really short turnaround and sometimes i'm exhausted there have been nights where i've woken up like because i've fallen asleep having forgotten to post the podcast and i wake up in the you know it's like 11 12 12 or one o'clock in the morning and i think oh no i have to post this podcast and so um that'll be good uh, i mean i mean it'll be good for me to be able to uh rest <laughs> and sleep and, uh, on, on mondays and, uh, I just ask for your patience as I figure out how to do all of that end of yeah. things. <laughs> I made a huge document for you. Today I spent a bunch of time making a document for you explaining how to do <laughs> I everything. I really appreciate that. Uh, traditionally, I've done a lot of the pre-recording prep, finding all the trivia and uh, building the, the Google Docs. and uh, A lot of interacting with, with guests. guests, yeah. Yeah. And Andrew does all of the the post uh, editing work that gets done. And then Todd would do all the posting it to the website and getting it up onto our podcast feeds. So uh, I'm going to have to learn a few skills that I haven't had to uh, develop so far as a co-host on the protagonist podcast. You'll do great. <laughs> we'll see. And listeners, uh, if any of you bail because Todd's leaving, just don't tell me just quietly <laughs> <laughs> slip off into the night. But if you could do it without like canceling your connection on Facebook, because we'll see that. And yeah, <laughs> Joseph will feel bad. So whatever happens, I think we should make a pact right now. If if everybody bails and you guys look next week and there's like three listeners, then <laughs> I don't want to know about it. But I also don't want to know if next week there's like 10 times more listeners than there are this week. <laughs> People have just been keeping tabs. It's like, well, when that Todd guy is gone, yeah, he's gone. Then the I'll listen. The goal is to try and uh, keep it fairly steady. That, that'll be the goal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, again, we don't actually know with the way the numbers get reported with podcasts, how, how steady it will be. Um, so I mentioned earlier that one thing that I have very much enjoyed about doing this podcast, and thank you again, Todd, for pulling me into it, is the social network of our guests and our listeners uh, and, and the little sphere that we've been able to build there. One of the other great things about it is particularly from patron requests and listener requests, uh, but also Todd from ones that you've chosen that I wasn't familiar with getting exposed to new stories, to new TV shows, new, um, 
movies and and novels and i was wondering if for you todd there are any that stood out where it's like i never would have read or watched this thing without this podcast and uh now you're really glad that you have um well as i was saying earlier almost every episode <laughs> i could say that some that really stick in my mind are um the short story the yellow paper what yellow wallpaper that we did um talking about again i, I had read till we have faces when I was younger, but rereading till we have faces is like one of the best things that I've done in the last few years <laughs> and having that conversation, that was uh, really, really good. Um, and the novel blindness is another one that I had read, uh, but we reread because it, it was a request. And um, I liked our conversation about that novel. Uh, Withering Heights is one that I had never read. Uh, the night circus, of course. Um, those are some that oh sweetness at the bottom of the pie and the rook uh, are two great novels. I I've as I was looking over the list and thinking of uh, which episodes stand out most to me. I think that the novel ones do, and I don't know if it's because of the effort that goes into read <laughs> to reading the dang things. Uh, but I'm uh, they they stand out of my mind. I think it makes sense that a, a lot of the ones we were exposed to that we hadn't read before were novels versus the TV shows and films, because that is actually a lot of the requests we get uh, from patrons and from uh, listeners were, were novels, which is great, but it's really hard for us to do more than a novel a month, particularly when we're both teaching um, <laughs> li literature courses that have a lot of other reading that are required. So we weren't able to, to run through those uh, recommendations maybe as quickly as would have been ideal, but a lot of the TV shows and comic books and films were you and I just kind of saying, Hey, this one sounds interesting. Yeah. Let's do that one. Or, or I watched this thing that I really liked. Let's do that. Yeah. The comics uh, overall, I've just been, so pleased with the comics that we've that we've talked about mouse and and uh, mouse guard and uh even like asterios polyp that was kind of weird and i went into it thinking okay this is totally weird we're, we're gonna have nothing to talk about and i thought we had a great conversation about that um there have been a lot i i that one of the one of the things that i'm taking away from this is just a, a enormous respect for uh good uh comics uh, yeah, well, and also I, I think not just comics, but just good storytelling uh, with, with yeah. any medium, because I, I definitely have seen films and TV shows or read novels that just kind of immediately I'm like, oh, well, that's a cut above yeah. <laughs> the average thing that I have read or seen. Yep. And and I think one other fun thing about this is that we, we do also so many genres that that recognition also crosses genre like it, like intellectually i can kind of tell myself like oh there can be great stories in any genre but it's also really nice when you when you find one with one of those and you're like oh look at that that is a great you know musical or you know whatever it may be <laughs> where it's like that's just yeah, a good story that is in this other genre that maybe i don't engage with as often i think another thing that, that makes this podcast interesting is that um i think there can be a tendency in popular culture to just say everything's cool so whatevs you know mm -hmm. <laughs> like uh and i don't i don't think that that's what this podcast is about it's certainly not for me um to just say you know if we some of the stuff that we've done is not of the quality i would say as other <laughs> stuff like you said like you read mouse and you go okay this is just better than <laughs> a lot of other stuff that that is in the comic book genre or you read till we have faces and you go, okay, C.S. Lewis is operating at a different level here. Um, and I don't think that that, that that means that the other stuff is uh, bad. 
And I, I think we've been able to be honest when we come into something like, oh, I don't know, like our conversation about um, Little Mosque on the Prairie. And we we're like, this is not uh, the Iliad, but it's kind of cool and it fits well. It, it does its job well, right? Where, where, where thou art, act well thy, thy part. And I feel like it. There, a lot of the things that we've done, um, even if they're not the greatest thing that's ever been done in their genre, we can look at them and say, you know what? You're a good little comic book or you're a nice novel or you're a great film uh, or you're a fun TV show. And we can sit and, and pull stuff out of, uh, you know, that can make our life better by spending a little time looking at this. And I, I like that about this. Yeah, and I, I think one thing that we try and do, <laughs> the the most negative feedback we ever got was because of this, is uh, we, we're going to cover a lot of genres and a lot of tones within stories and a lot of um, different topics. But what we try and maintain consistent is that we're going to try and have fun, but also pull something deeper out of the work. Mm-hmm. And so if it's a light work, we'll have fun with that work. But we'll also try and say, is there a deeper theme that's happening uh, within this work and if it's a really serious work we'll still try and have fun in our discussion the most negative comment we ever got was someone who did not like us taking uh <laughs> um oh it uh, was catcher uh in the rye. very like was catcher catcher in the in the oh yeah and, and having a little fun with it yeah he did not like our fun part of the discussion <laughs> at all yeah that was wholly inappropriate for that text yeah uh but i think yeah if we're, if we're dealing with a serious super serious classic text that has a lot of heavy themes the consistent thing is that we're still going to try and have fun, uh, even as we are addressing those serious themes. And if we're dealing with a sitcom, we're going to have some fun, but also try and pull out some, you know, see yeah. if there's anything more, uh, more I mean, maybe present within the text. Yeah. Like when you guys talked about uh, everybody loves Raymond, it got kind of heavy <laughs> in, in a way that I don't think anyone would have been expecting for an episode discussing everybody loves Raymond, but it, like, it got kind of like, Oh, this is kind of like yucky now. <laughs> oh, I remember that now. <laughs> we were uh, talking that about how me. the parents it were kind of parodies of of a bickering older couple. Yeah, but yeah, you know, but and, and was, the episode that you dealt with specific, it. it was like he's pretty awful yeah. in this episode. <laughs> yep, I remember. Thanks for uh, opening that old wound. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, I can't remember. I just remember we. I had more fun, but both more fun and got more out of high school musical than I expected going in. Like that's one of those where this is a light <laughs> text that is not trying to do the work of classic Greek tragedy, right? It's, it's not even attempting yeah. it. It's trying to do what it's doing and it does what it does well. But I also, in, you know, had more fun in our discussion and got more out of the, out of the movie than I expected before I'd watched it. Cause that's one that I had not engaged with at all before uh, a listener requested it for, for an episode. What movie was that? Uh, high school musical high school musical yes <laughs> and there were other ones like that I, I thought mean girls we had a great conversation i thought pitch perfect we had a good conversation um and these are again like this is not the apex of filmmaking like th- these class these films are not uh included in um you know ma- masterpieces of masterpieces of film i'm teaching a class next semester oh I'm teaching a class next semester called The Hero's Journey in Masterpieces of Film. It's an honors class. I'm so excited. <laughs> that, that feels like it's uh, a but right high school musical is not going to be yeah. High School Musical is not going to be uh on that <laughs> uh, on my list of films for that. But we had a great conversation about High School Musical and um you know, I think I think that I think that 
it's a it's a skill that you can develop uh, to be able to like see good in the world and um, and to understand what's going on, right? To to pull something deeper out of something that seems superficial. Um, and I, I, it's one of the skills that I think we've developed over the last four years. Yeah, and uh, it definitely goes with practice. And also, I think it really helps to have the conversation about the thing because there are absolutely have been times going in where I'm like, I don't know what we're going to talk about. Oh, and then yes. something sparks from something that you say that leads to connection that I hadn't noticed before, or just you share your, an insight that deepens my appreciation of a text uh, more than what I had, even after watching it and preparing to have an hour long discussion uh, about it. Oh, there have been lots of times when I'm, I'm reading something or watching something and I'm thinking, this is going to be, this is going to be the one, this is going to be the episode <laughs> where we sit down and we go, I've got nothing. <laughs> and uh, it never happened. I'm sure there are ups and downs in our back catalog uh, where there were times where we weren't maybe firing on all cylinders. But the one I feel like we really didn't do the text itself justice was bone just because of our illness, not the text. <laughs> the text is great <laughs> and it still remains one of my very favorite graphic novels. But Todd, you and I both had awful colds and just our brains had stopped functioning. I think we were even double recording that night. If yeah, I remember we right. were. So we got through one and we were pretty functional for the first. But by the time we got to the second uh, episode we were recording it just nothing was clicking for us and we needed producer andrew to jump in and lift us up from the depths we had reached uh because we were really struggling to form coherent coherent thoughts and and make any connections and i remember andrew coming in and really helping us out at the end of that episode but that's the one i feel was maybe just like oh i wish we could take another swing at at, at that one yeah i mean there are there are works that that i would i would talk more about um, or things that I would love to like do the sequel of, but I can't think of anything, even the bone episode. Like it, I feel like this is a, a good body of work. <laughs> it is what it is. And I don't feel like I need any mulligans on this. Like I wouldn't go back and, and, and take out any of them. And there are, there are certainly, certainly nights where I've been so tired. I mean, we're on a two hour time difference and we have to start after you guys are ready. So I've had a lot of like one o'clock, you know, one thirty in the morning. Uh, yeah. And, um, and that's, that's hard for me <laughs> and, uh, I'm sure it probably shows in some episodes, but, um, but I, I feel like we've done good work. And, uh, I am sure that if we revisited some of these works, we would have a completely different conversation than what we had before. Cause we're, we're different. Uh, we think differently uh, than, you know, we did when we started this uh, several years ago. Now, Todd, um, I think for our listeners and also for us, some of our favorite episodes are when we stop talking about just great characters and great stories and we go off script for some of our special episodes. And I ran through the list of all the specials that we've done. So it all started with a Valentine's Day special when we tried to draft the most romantic couples from what is that like episode seven? Yes. It's really early. It was February and we started in January. I can't believe we decided to do a special episode for and, that. And uh, speaking of, of things that might do differently if we went and revisited. <laughs> <laughs> you've, you've gotten some heat. Yeah, I might not take Orpheus and Eurydice for, uh, for one of my picks with that one. Turns out him looking back rubs some people the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> I totally stand by uh, Ulysses. I stand by all my criticism of that pick. 
Uh, then we, uh, did, we had a couple of listener feedback episodes in the first year. I don't think we, we, we maybe we stopped doing, we that. stopped doing yeah. that and just kind of included it. Maybe sometimes, uh, we either responded immediately in, uh, on Facebook. I think a lot of it shifted to Facebook early on. We had other means. Yeah. Yeah. We were getting more emails and stuff. Uh, but now we just kind of respond straight on, on, uh, Facebook. Then our second, uh, after that, or our next one after that was drafting Marvel cinematic universe superheroes with Todd Peterson. Uh, and uh, oh, Todd's uh, team backup. Yes, yes. <laughs> it was mostly Agents of Shield. That was characters. such a good team. Powerless, I love that. Powerless characters. <laughs> uh, we had a special episode where we talked about the hero's journey. Uh, you might want to just go uh, lift that one up for your upcoming course, Todd. I might. Uh, we talked about weird children's entertainment for a special episode. I, I think that was one where Aww. we still hadn't quite landed on uh, how to format these special episodes. But from here on out, I think we get into a good run <laughs> where we have, we built a Mount Rushmore fear for a Halloween special. And we did our first kind of balderdash Christmas specials uh, in that first year where Andrew picks out random titles of existing Christmas specials most of them coming from Hallmark and Todd and I write our own summaries. And I went back and listened to that first episode, Todd, our first Christmas special trying to actually, <laughs> I, I had to transcribe a joke you told him that because we didn't have our, our original scripts for our specials. <laughs> and let's just say things got a little out of control between that Christmas special and the last one when I wrote the dream Lord, a <laughs> <laughs> uh, short story basically. Cause in that first one, we were about, 100 words tops in our summaries i think yes yeah they were brief yeah no. maybe maybe we need to return to that <laughs> um, but i i still stand by some of your pitches in that first christmas special like you guys have generated an entire christmas holiday season's worth of new hallmark movies if they just want to buy them from you if they call i will gladly take it <laughs> and, <laughs> and and if they accidentally steal them be ready to litigate that oh yeah. you can get it <laughs> it's it is recorded it is broadcast that is your ip now i do have to say andrew um looking ahead to this year's christmas special which todd will be coming back for uh we've been sent by multiple people <laughs> the list of hallmarks upcoming 34 <laughs> oh can you make sure christmas i uh, <laughs> make sure i get to see a copy of that yes uh, yeah uh, i think it's 34 hallmarks printing out so i don't think we have actually produced an entire season's worth of hallmark well between special. between the seven that each of you do every year that's 14 each year okay yeah. and three years so yeah, yeah. Got it. and and last year was only like 26 so <laughs> yeah 26 new ones and again so, hallmark is an inspiration because last year i very much thought there's no way i can keep doing this and then i saw what hallmark was doing and then they did they did more than both of you combined yeah so i've got to keep up uh we did a one-year recap special we did another valentine's day special where we did shipping uh andrew named a character and we we tried to come up with the best romantic match for that character we did a special about orphans that need mothers for mother's day and then a new... <laughs> i like that one so much <laughs> a, a new style of uh special that we started at that point was doing the elevator pitch special the first one was loose adaptations of classics uh, that one is actually in my list of favorite episodes. Um, there's a there's a couple really solid ones in there. I think Joseph, your miserable John Johnson Les Mis kind of thing. <laughs> I think that one's got legs. And I I still think about Todd's uh, zombie uh, zombie one. The 
adapting oh, Akira, Akira the Wandering Zombie. Yeah, yeah that was good. <laughs> I really enjoy that one. Uh, then we borrowed the elevator pitch for our Halloween special that year when Todd Peterson came on to pitch supernatural stories. So we were given like a supernatural monster and we each made up a brief story. Then we had a special 100th episode recap and then our Christmas special. Then we introduced Fantasy Box Office for the first time uh, after that. Um, so last year in January, we started Fantasy Box Office. Then we had another Valentine's Day shipping special with special guest Alana coming on to help out. Uh, we did a movie quotes special with Nick English. And then we uh, did a special where we have uh, the first of Andrew drawing random things from a hat. <laughs> and we had to combine them uh, to make movie pitches. And then at Halloween, we did another drawing from a hat special. Another Christmas special. We recapped Fantasy Box Office and reset for the new year. And then this year, our specials have been building romantic chains uh, for our <laughs> Valentine's Day, which I don't think we executed that to <laughs> the best level that that game could be executed, as we heard from several listeners. Yeah. Uh, we just did more. Like, I love the concept that we had where it was an actor was romantically paired with this actress in this movie. And that actress was romantically paired with another actor in another movie. And we just kind of wanted to see how far we could stretch the chain. Uh, and I, I don't know that Todd and I had the best chains <laughs> imaginable no. No. for that one, but uh, I think it's a fun game. And I know some listeners said that they did some versions <laughs> of it themselves. Then we had Norman from Lord of the Rings minute on for anime truth and lie, which is one of my favorite. Episodes. That was one of the best. Oh yeah. That was one of our best specials. Even though I got destroyed in that special. <laughs> yeah. You, <laughs> that was the best part really, of it. <laughs> it. They really crushed you. Joseph. Yes. Like I, I could not guess what was right. And I could not trick anyone <laughs> with my anime. Specials. <laughs> so the anime truth and a lie is someone took uh, a weird anime title. With, well, for us, what sounds like a weird anime title. And we, found an actual synopsis of the anime and then we wrote a fake one and everyone else had to guess which one was real and which one was fake <laughs> that was a really fun episode uh and then we had kirsten on for the special that we called hitchcock musical in which andrew again drew from hats <laughs> with a uh, a creator and then a, a style of story and we had to kind of brainstorm the story and i enjoy where a lot of those land uh i think it's a good exercise in saying just talk through it and you're gonna land on something the the Ken yeah. Burns silent film, I really think some some like student project could pull that off. And then uh, we just barely released our last uh, special before this one, the creepy draft for Halloween with Todd Peterson. Yep. Good times. Todd, we solicited some listener feedback on the Facebook page, and here are some of the comments we got. And I appreciate everyone who commented here. And uh, it also lets us give a shout out to some of our most frequent commenters on the Facebook page. So listener Jesse, thank you, Jesse, for commenting. She said that she has listened to all 200. Oh, there we go. So there is someone who has stuck with us. Nine days. <laughs> That's nine days you've spent with us. That's Unless you nine listen and a half days episodes. of your life, Jesse, gone. Four and a half days. Uh, she says, um, this podcast is one of her favorites and some fun memories, including meeting us at the Oran Park meetup. That's right. We actually were able to meet some of our listeners one time. And she says she was putting up drywall in her basement while listening to me talk about listening to, uh, it was the book thief while putting up drywall in my basement. And she thought <laughs> that was very meta. Uh, the phrase insurmountable lead is a favorite, which has been brandished at times inappropriately on this podcast. <laughs> And uh, she says she yelled angrily at her phone during the Wreck-It Ralph Jane shipping, which I maintain is a fantastic match. 
she clarified <laughs> that she's yelling because she did not agree. <laughs> that was a fantastic match. I, I haven't heard of anyone that agreed with that one, Joseph. I I had uh, some students. Maybe they were looking for a grade boost, but they yeah. very, <laughs> very clearly sided with me on that one. They had listened to the that episode. Does not <laughs> they came in the next day saying they absolutely thought I was right. Um, Joseph, it might have something to do with the fact that you haven't watched Wreck It Ralph. I I have had it on in my lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> And then she also says that she's found great news stories to consume both for me and my kids. And uh, she hopes the podcast keeps going and it will. It will be different, uh, but hopefully we'll be able to maintain the quality uh, that Todd helped us to reach uh, even as he's moving on. And again, this is not a permanent goodbye. Todd is absolutely coming back on this podcast as a guest at minimum for the Christmas special and for a Don Quixote discussion sometime in the future. Now, Joseph, I do want... like just to get in front of it and say there are going to be fewer references to Spanish and peninsular liter- literature. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. And, and probably fewer philosophical references, a lot less Levinas, almost no Unamuno. It's a shame. Yeah. <laughs> that it was definitely, uh, that Todd was talking earlier about his wheelhouse. That was his wheelhouse right there. <laughs> yeah. Um, listener Thomas, who is another frequent commenter, uh, he says he's listened to all the episodes. So that's at least two people have listened to all the episodes. Hooray. Except for the missing one. That that's 18 heard. days. He says, except the missing one. That's that almost a heard. month. <laughs> uh, which was our original pilot episode that we deemed unlistenable because of audio quality issues. And he says the most memorable episodes in no particular order, Mount Rushmore of fear and also all the Halloween episodes. And I do enjoy having Todd Peterson on for those Halloween episodes. Uh, the Christmas uh, episodes, uh, the guest the movie plot ones. <laughs> and he says uh, he wants to give a special recognition to, to the funniest moment of all 200 episodes, which came from one of those Christmas episodes. And that'll be one of the last things we have Todd read off at the end of this episode. <laughs> it is, for me, the funniest joke that was ever told on this. Uh, he also enjoyed the episodes <laughs> until we have faces and Watership Down. And Watership Down for oh, us. Oh, Watership Down. Is, it has that, me noted, that is so good. It, well, it was a moment where it's like, Oh, we could actually do this <laughs> because um, that one on social media took off in a way that we had never seen a previous episode take off. Um, it, it got so much more traction on Facebook and also in terms of downloads. And it made us feel like, oh, we, we, we can actually keep doing this. I think that was a point where it's like, well, yeah. we've been doing this for a while. How big is our audience? And that was just a very nice boost to see something like that take off. Yeah, that was a, um, and, that's a great, and, and great guys, book. It is, it is such a good episode. Well, it's a great book. Like, like all of uh, uh, all credit <laughs> to the text of Watership Down. Yeah, I never read before. That's one that one of those that I never read. And I don't know that I ever would have read uh, without doing this podcast. Oh, I'm certain I wouldn't have gotten to it. Not for a. I'm so happy that. you guys did get to it because fantastic. And uh, listener Tommy uh, also says he enjoys. Um, finding stuff that he wouldn't encounter otherwise. Like he doesn't read comics, uh, but he likes knowing about the stories that we discuss. And he says he's learned to appreciate things he'd never cared about, like comic books and the MCU and found new things to care about, like the house on mango street until we have faces, the night circus and came to better understand things. I thought I knew well, like watership down the line, the witch with the wardrobe. And he enjoys. It's a family friendly podcast. And that we have respectful discussions, even when we don't agree, which I, th- I think often it's, 
we're sharing something that the other one hasn't thought of, but there are times where we had different points of view on, on things and yeah. just kind of carry on. And that's, that's good. And with what Tommy said about better understanding of things he thought he knew well, that is one thing that I absolutely appreciated with these discussions with you, Andrew and Todd is just gaining more appreciation. Sometimes that appreciation even comes from simple things. Like when I'm gathering trivia, like I, I find out things about the creators. Some of these stories was like, wow, I, I had no idea. And it changes the way I'm going to view the work, but also just the different perspectives that Todd and Andrew, when you jump in that you provide um, changes, how I'm going to see the work from now on. Uh, I'll take some of these. So John uh, listener, John says, I'm really going to miss the report rapport between Todd and Joseph. The insights into Spanish literature are especially interesting from, and from stories I would likely not engage with. Otherwise I may even get around to reading Don Quixote one of these days. Please, please, please do it, John. Uh, and it will likely be because of Todd. So thanks for all the fun and insight. I wish you the best in your future endeavors. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, my one request would be to hear your spot on Jack Burton impression one last time. Uh, we'll, we'll see if we get there. <laughs> this episode. <laughs> not, not, not yet. That's a tease. <laughs> uh, listener Zach uh, says, I enjoyed listening to the podcast change and grow at the beginning, uh, even after the quiet man long summary, <laughs> which was really epic. Um, I mean, I think as we look back, we can we can point at moments like the Tangled episode was one where I thought, okay, this is pretty awesome. <laughs> we talked for like almost two hours about Tangled, and we were debating like the legal system of the of the kingdom of whatever that kingdom Arendelle? is called. Or no, is that Corona? Corona is Tangled. Did it's I... not said in the film, but it's right. it's canonical. <laughs> uh, oh, it's canonical. Okay, <laughs> uh, you know that I'm a I'm a sucker for canon. Um, well, I mean, so it fits in so nicely because there's the focus on the crown yes. and the sun. Got so it. Corona, very Got suitably it. the name of that kingdom. So uh, so I think that was a key one. I think Quiet Man was really key. I think Watership Down was really important. Um, those are a few early ones that I think were kind of turning points for us. Um, and Zach says, uh, hearing new ideas and new messages come from some of my favorite works and from works I discovered through you both. I also love the Mount Rushmore episodes and the Parks and Rec episode. And uh, thanks for 200 episodes of great That's discussion. another Thank one. Thank you for listening. Parks and Rec. Par- Parks and Rec. I had never actually watched. Well, I had tried to watch because I would always start with season one, episode one. Which is the wrong choice. And yes. I would get through like two or three episodes and abandon ship. And it was because I think it was a patron request that we do Parks and Rec. I'm like, well, I better go watch some. And I binged the entire series after <laughs> recording. I did, the, the episode, I did the, the exact episode. same thing. <laughs> uh, so I'm really glad that that was a request uh, from, from patrons. Uh, a former and future guest, Nick English from the Fandom Podcast says, I will always cherish the time we spent at Salt Lake Comic Con. That's right. We were able to meet up with some other podcasters. Uh, and so we, we did meet... A, well, Todd, you were able to meet them, and then I was able to meet them on a different day, right? That was so fun to hang out with those guys, and I felt so um, – I was kind of nervous about going to Comic-Con because, uh, as I mentioned earlier this evening, like it, it's – this is not 100% my, uh, my environment, my milieu. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so I was like, oh, man, I don't know what I'm going to do at Comic-Con. And I went, and it was – awesome it was so much fun and i spent the day hanging out with nick and uh brandon and 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 the other the other guys it was it was great jeff and the team and uh <laughs> nick says uh it was fun to talk about the convention you're teaching todd uh your family uh figure drawing uh taking pictures of cosplayers and also your newfound affinity for sardines 
Oh, I was so sick. It was right when I was diagnosed with a with an autoimmune disease, and I had this super super strict diet, and I I could only eat like sardines out of a can. <laughs> like <laughs> this is what I've been reduced to, eating sardines out of a can. Uh, but they were actually kind of yummy. So. <laughs> and then Nick English says, I loved episodes number 94, 118, 183, which would be Stranger Things, the movie quote special, and Singing in the Rain. Does anyone catch the uh, pattern there? Uh, all featuring <laughs> Nick English. Yes, those are all Nick English guested episodes. <laughs> and uh, Nick, I enjoyed those episodes. And Nick, thank you again for making our logo. I think that's another key change. Oh, yeah. Our shift to uh, the logo that Nick designed. What did What did we... We had one that another uh listener. Yeah, we we yeah, we we had one. We had a lot but of what did we use before that. Yeah, so so we had multiple transitions in our logo. We started with a really basic one that was that Todd you had done at the very it beginning. It was like a stock, it was a stock one stock from, the, from And then listener Alana gave us one that we used for a while and then Nick English uh-huh. gave us the one that we currently have and I yeah, yeah. So um and Let's see. Next, we had listener Daniel. Uh, he had said on the Facebook fan page, I am definitely going to miss the number of references to obscure Spanish novelists and noir crime <laughs> stories. Todd, you are known. Yes. <laughs> Our listeners know you. You, you have a brand. <laughs> That's good. Uh, it's been great listening to Todd's unique perspectives over the past few years, and he will be missed. And I agree with that. Uh, and he says his favorite episodes were the movie pitch ones. And anime for the win, which again, that one with Norman was just so much fun. And Andrew, (laughs) (laughs) and Andrew helped out with that one a lot because anime was not Todd or my strong suit, (laughs) so we needed Andrew. I mean, you can you can go get your early exposures to manga with Magic Knight Ray Earth and Todd's uh, onomatopoeia recitation. (laughs) Yes, yeah, Magic Knight Ray Earth, and we did uh, Full Metal Alchemist, and we did Roroni One Piece as an anime, right? And oh, One Piece mm-hmm. in the manga, yeah. And uh, then we did the anime special, so, so stretching our boundaries, right? That's right. And he hopes Todd will make guest appearances in the future, and that is definitely going to happen. And then listener Megan, and listener Megan so often just thumbs up our posts, and I love it. (laughs) She's a consistent one, which makes me, again, it just helps to know that people are out there listening. She says that she's sad, and she guesses that she now has to watch all the movies slash shows and read all the books that she hasn't gotten to so that she can listen to all the episodes that she has missed. And one thing that I have had some listeners say is that they enjoy, like, doing those listening to episodes that uh, of a uh, TV show or a book that they probably would never get to because they get the summary and the discussion and it's kind of like, Oh, okay. Now I feel like a little more exposed to something that just wasn't um, part of their regular rotation. So Megan, you don't have to go and read and watch them all, but uh, respect. You're welcome you know, to, if you, if like you do. To. <laughs> yes. Yeah. A, a lot of them are, are pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> and she says she's going to miss the long and winding summaries of complex books. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> some of those books summaries uh I, I i still sometimes think back to the night circus summary and just wonder how did i even do that <laughs> like, that was, that was, that was the, epic that was the that was only, one for me. the only time we were ever forced to go to uh, two episodes with one with one work and i literally was keeping it to like one sentence per chapter but there were like so many chapters in that book i can't remember how many yeah and listener Missy says she's going to miss Todd's laugh and that. And she says, we have great banter, which comes out of uh, decades at this point of friendship. Oh, thanks, Missy. All right, Todd, any final things that you want to touch on before we wrap up your final episode as a co-host? Um, 
No. Are we going to do the dinner glass question? Yes. Uh, yeah, we have a couple things to wrap okay. up. I have a few things for us to touch on. Yeah, I, I've got a few things that I want to say before. Right. Let's get Andrews, and then I've got a few things we need to do before we fully wrap up. I first off just want to remind everyone that for a long time before a tragic accident, Todd recorded by candlelight. <laughs> I was thinking about that today. And then one night it shattered. The the glass just broke apart. Right in the middle of our recording. <laughs> and it was what were we recording? Do you remember? I I think uh, it was to, uh, around Halloween time. I want to, yeah. I want to. Remember. I I, I want to say it was near a Halloween, but I'm not sure what exactly. But I I don't know if you resumed recording by candlelight after that, Todd. Um, I may have done a, a few times, but it's been a long time since I recorded by candlelight. I'm recording on by lamplight right now, which I kind of like. And I kind of like being in the dark. Todd, why don't you take a picture of your final recording setting, and we'll post that in the. Uh facebook yeah we should have thought and taken uh, pictures I'll, I'll of our first recording setup recording setting right now uh, you want me to do like um, a selfie yeah yeah let's show the listeners where you're recording right now i also fondly recall um it wasn't the the one where you were in um southern utah todd um in in a hotel with bad internet but when we recorded remember the titans there was a power outage where joseph and i were uh-huh. And we had to finish that recording by phone call. And Joseph and I didn't have power. And so we were just keeping such a close <laughs> eye on the battery percentage on the computer. We're like, okay, guys, like we got to go fast. I and I think that. it ended and we were at like 8%. Yep. And it's like, okay, got to go by. And I <laughs> had to like save it and turn off my computer. That was a, that was a, quite a storm. There have been a couple of times where either on your end or mine, we've been recording in just like horrible Real storms. storms. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Or snowstorms. And, and so here's the thing that I can't like, I cannot piece together in my mind how we resolve this one, but recording wonder woman with Andy Mangles, we had to contrive a very unusual just recording the, the setup. Technical and I to get in the recording. That was the toughest one to get. All oh the yeah. Audio and I go. can't remember how we actually, pulled it together did we have two phone calls going on each end with headphone splitters or something it may have been that it was, it was I, just like, tough to make sure we got we got that and i'm glad we did because like i think back on it and i can't remember how we actually did that and it turned out to be you know a fantastic episode yeah. as as they usually yeah. end well, up well being. andy was a great guest for wonder woman like he's that's his area of expertise and i'm really glad we had him on but it was one of the most technically challenging <laughs> to be able to get all the audio yeah just like the connection couldn't work in any of the ways we would normally do it or any of our usual backup ways, but we still managed to pull it off. Yeah. That was a crazy night. Um, as for episodes that I find especially memorable watership down is, is one I'm always going to think about in addition to it just being great. It's also, I think the only episode that I edited on a train, (laughs) (laughs) I was riding a train between California and Utah and I edited that episode and I was listening to it. I was like, this is really good. I don't know if it's just a really good book or I, if they're adding something to it, but because I think that's one you weren't there when we recorded. So you were hearing the audio for the right. first time when you were editing. Yes, because mm. I was out of town um, meeting my wife's family. Um, Tough Voyaging is one that I remember, and I have not read the book, but it's one that I remember. I really want to read this book. I think that was uh, Tommy had recommended that one, and it was a I strong think- choice. 
That was a strong choice. Um, Till We Have Faces is just amazing. And I don't know if you guys are going to take any credit for that one. No, that's a, that one. I'm going to give all the credit to, to Mr. Lewis. Yeah, I'm happy to do that. Uh, Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell. That was a good one. That was a fun one. It's just really enjoyable when you get to the end of that series. And I feel sad that we you guys just focused on the first episode mostly. Because mm. the series as a whole, it's like, ah, oh, this Very good. It has a different feeling than just the first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Dil Wale. Thank you, Todd, <laughs> for introducing that uh, to my life. Because it has had a tremendous impact on on Kester and myself. <laughs> I mean, we so we do try and cast a wide net, but we are very American centric in the works that we've covered. But some of the. Or at least English centric, uh, English speaking, yeah, English language. I, I'd say though, like if we if we're gonna tally like the geographic origin, it would probably be America first, and then Canada second for uh, a England. lot of the the. the nah, England, England before Canada, I yeah. bet. But but um, when we have stretched and done some of these stories from from other cultures, I, I've always appreciated being able to do that. The so Wally, Wally was a that lot was of a pretty fun, fun episode manga that we've covered. <laughs> have been a, a lot of fun to do. And uh, uh, Brandon Ushio did the uh, Japanese fairy tale. I love that huh? fairy tale. Yeah. He did an amazing um, like telling of that, that was where so he gave cool. us the audio file yeah. and, and everything. That was that was really fantastic of him. Yep. All right. Uh, anything else that you want to make sure we got to, Andrew? No, that, w- that was it for me. All right. Then, Todd, I'm going to have you answer the question the dinner question that we always have our guests do and you and i have never actually addressed so we talk about great characters and great stories if you could have a dinner party with any three to five fictional characters who would you want to have there just so you could sit back and enjoy the conversation okay um i'm going to uh change the rules slightly Because if I were to have a dinner party, it would be, uh, this would be like a group date, basically. Um, and so I would want couples uh, to hang out with, uh, with me and Betty. And uh, so making dinner and, and also just being awesome friends and visiting uh, is going to be Mrs. Weasley, Mr. and Mrs. Weasley. <laughs> um, and then for entertainment... Uh, I've invited Kvoth and Denna from The Name of the Wind. Uh, so they'll be, you know, perform- performing for us, uh, which I think <laughs> will be pretty good. I uh, Listener Tommy, after we did The Name of the Wind episode, he described Kvoth as the bardiest bard that ever barded in D&D. Yes. And uh, yes, I, I agree. I sign off on that description of Kvoth from Name of the Wind. Yeah, and really, I... I kind of feel like I'm playing this just straight down the middle. Like these are people that I legitimately would want to have in my house for a dinner party to just visit with. I think Mr. and Mrs. Weasley, absolutely. Listening to Kavoth and Denna sing, yes. <laughs> um, now, <laughs> there has to be somebody from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And <laughs> because what I love that show. is not complete <laughs> without Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> I love that show with a uh, with a passion that is completely irrational. I get it, and I think unrivaled. 
<laughs> Maybe it's biggest fan. I love that show so much. And there are two couples on the show, and um, I might just end up inviting inviting both of them uh, if I had to choose. Um, which I don't know anybody's forcing me to do this since uh, I don't know. Um, what are you going to do? Kick me off the show? Um, <laughs> uh, if I had to ch- pick, I I think I would pick uh, Gemma Simmons and Leopold Fitz. Their relationship is so awesome, and they go through so much over the course of the series, and um, like they're kind of star-crossed. And uh, well, she certainly doesn't appreciate him enough in the first few seasons. Bah- bad stuff happens to them and to see their relationship develop is so satisfying. It's one of the most satisfying things I've seen on television in a very long time. I love Fitz and and Simmons, but I also really, really love Mac and Yo-Yo. And Mac is like, I want to meet him. (laughs) I I just want to sit down and visit with him. He's such a cool guy. Um, I love that the way that they handle in the show um, his belief in God, and um, and it's just he he's he's great and yo yo. So uh, and then uh, again, um, well, I, I'm just I'm just playing it straight here. I don't I don't want any funny business going on at my dinner party. I just want to have a great time. So I invited Desmond and Penny from Lost. <laughs> And Robert and Emma Timmons from Lark Rise to Candleford. Now, I realize that pretty much every couple here is British, and I'm totally fine with that. <laughs> I, really, I really think we'll have a great dinner party. And I, I defy I, – I challenge anybody to tell me that that would not be a really enjoyable evening. I think that would be quite the dinner party, Todd. I, I enjoy your list, and I enjoy your reasoning. <laughs> And I also liked how you broke the rules that we give every guest <laughs> that comes up <laughs> the podcast when you're the co-host. So that's rules, one, two, right? three, four, five, six. That's six couples if you count Mac and Yo-Yo, who are like a, kind of my backup. But you know it's how sometimes you tell somebody like, oh, we have a waiting, waiting list. We'll see if we can get you in. Mac and Yo-Yo are going to get in for sure. But I feel like I kind of have to tell them, you're on the waiting list, but don't worry. I'm pretty sure you'll get in. And since it's my dinner party and it's imaginary, they're in. <laughs> I, I think that logic checks out I'm going I'm to accept all of that now Todd <laughs> I'm going to need two last things from you after you've answered okay. the dinner guest question I'm going to need to hear your uh, your Jack impression from Big Trouble in Little China for listener John Okay. is there a specific quote you'd like to hear uh, whatever you have at your beck and call I don't actually remember any quotes so I couldn't okay. give you any <laughs> Well, I, I'm going to pull from the recesses of my mind here, and uh, I'll just... When some wild-eyed, eight-foot-tall maniac grabs your neck, taps the back of your favorite head up against the barroom wall, and he looks you crooked in the eye, and he asks you if you paid your dues, you just stare that big sucker right back in the eye, and you remember what old Jack Burton always says at a time like that. Have you paid your dues, Jack? Yes, sir. The check is in the mail. <laughs> Oh, that reminds that me so loud. <laughs> or uh, I'll do one more because okay. this is my other favorite one. Just remember what old Jack Burton does when the earth quakes and the poison arrows fall from the sky and the pillars of heaven shake. Yeah, Jack Burton just looks that big old storm right square in the eye and he says, give me your best shot, pal. I can take it. <laughs> 
There you go. Uh, uh, early on, we had brainstormed possible special episodes, and one of the ones that we put on the list and have never done was drafting teams of jacks. You could only have characters named Jack <laughs> on your team. <laughs> and uh, I think Jack Burton would get drafted in that. <laughs> I think he probably would. So All right. And then Todd, the other thing I would like you to do is to read off the best crafted joke we've had on this podcast from our very first Christmas episode. You had a joke that had me and Andrew in stitches and was mentioned by a couple listeners. And I would just like to hear I deleted I deleted minutes of untenable <laughs> I, laughter I from that recording. Because that was another double record episode and we've been going for hours. And late and holidays yeah. and We've been going for hours, yeah. and uh, so, so our laughter was juiced by tiredness, but the joke stands up. I, I uh, went and transcribed your original script because uh, neither of us shared our original scripts in those Christmas specials. So, Todd, could you read us? This is your original pitch for the movie that was titled Wishing and Hoping. Okay. Every Christmas Eve, Randolph the reindeer shines his hooves and buffs his horns. He is wishing and hoping for that fateful phone call. As first in line on the reindeer relief team, Randolph must be ready to hitch up to Santa's sleigh at a moment's notice. Most of the film involves flashbacks as Randolph sadly recalls other heartwarming reindeer release stories. Like how... (laughs) (laughs) Like how Prancer was called up when Santa needed a reindeer with rhythm, and how Dasher was called up for his speed and Blitzen for her power. Strangely, Vixen's story is never told. (laughs) Randolph's big problem? These reindeer are the Cal Ripken Juniors of draft animals. Will he ever get his big chance? Oh, thank you, Todd. That that Vixen joke just... Land, it landed so perfectly the first time we told it and i still very much enjoyed it this time i didn't try and control my laughter but uh I, that is one of my personal favorite moments of our 200 episodes was that moment from the christmas special that was those christmas specials they're really something else and uh we we are, we are planning one more uh for for this year and hopefully the podcast lasts again to the next one after that <laughs> All right. Any final thoughts, Todd? No, I just want to say thank you again to you guys for everything. This has been such an awesome experience. And um, as I said earlier, I can't think of any two people I'd rather do it with. And uh, thank you to all of the listeners. Um, You are amazing. And uh, I love the interaction. And I love just knowing that there are people out there listening to this. And I hope that it's made your life a little bit better. And uh, so thank you all. My final thanks is the biggest thanks of all, and it is to Betty, uh, my wife. She has been so patient through this. And there have been uh, a lot of nights where I have wanted to go to bed and she has wanted me to go to bed or uh, needed help with something. And I've said, I've got to do this this, uh, recording. And um, it has not always been easier for her but uh, she is an, an incredible support. She listens to all of the episodes and gives me feedback. And um, I'm just so, so grateful for Betty uh, for doing this. So thank you. Thank you. Gracias. Yes. Uh, be- behind every podcaster is a patient spouse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure I would, I could say the same thing to um, both of your wives also. Thank you so much for allowing us to do this. It's uh 
it it is not the most lucrative thing that we could do with our time. Um, but I, I feel like it's been valuable. And uh, so thank you so much for all of your support. All right. Well, that is going to wrap up this episode. So thank you for joining us. For show notes and links to all the other great Dueling Genre shows, go to DuelingGenre.com. Also, please subscribe to the Protagonist Podcast in your podcast app of choice, and please leave us a review. That really helps us out. And uh, you can still leave us a review now that Todd's gone. Uh, It's still allowed. (laughs) And it would still help us out. Um, We would like to thank Nick English, who designed our logo, and Scott Tofty, who composed our theme music. And if you enjoyed this episode, you may want to check out any of the previous 199 episodes in which Todd was a regular co-host. You can suggest stories or characters for us to discuss or give us any comments or corrections by emailing feedback at protagonistpodcast.com. We're also on Twitter. You can follow at protagonistpod at Todd K. Mack, and at Jay Dorowski. And our producer, Andrew, is at his minute. And our Facebook fan page is facebook.com slash protagonistpodcast. We have really good conversations there with our listeners. And would love for you to say hello anytime. If you'd like to support the show financially, you can buy a topic for us to discuss or show your appreciation with a monetary donation by going to patreon.com slash protagonist. Thank you again for listening. And we'll be back next week. Well, I will be back next week to discuss another great character and a great story. So long. So long. All right, Todd, uh, we did. (coughs) Sorry, I just about died. (laughs) (coughs) That swallow did not work.